So For fuck's sake. Siblings who have quite a few resentments, and we're here to share them with you. No one else is fucking doing it. I don't want. Actually, you know what? Today I'm out. I've got a resentment against myself. I reckon everyone in that store is packing. Yeah. You don't need to put the effort into actually changing yourself <laughs> for the better. That's the, the only time I've ever felt like a man. They're corrupt people. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to The Resentment List with your hosts, Naomi and Ben. We're back in town. We're back, back, backing it up. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, you know what we didn't talk about last week? And I really wanted to bring it up. Um is Instagram's new no like. You can't yeah. see the likes anymore. I mean... What's your take? Well, you tried to explain it to me. It was hot. It's a hot topic in the in the social media world. Look, we're not all bloody social media managers like you. I don't, I'm not. I'm I don't really... Well, you're either. very... Like, you do a lot of stuff and I'm like, what the... F-? Like, you're quite high up in the... In the, you're like an influencer. <laughs> like you, you know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, with, uh, with I mean, so we, many followers I have. We can't reference your other account, but if you know what it is, it's bloody pumping. Like it's really not pumping. It's really good stuff. She's she's doing some real... Um, oh, thanks, Ben. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to Kendall me. Kendall Jenner type things. Yeah, I'm just posing in my bikini in the snow. Oh, there's bikini. Um, But uh, yeah, can you explain it again? Because I don't really know. I'm not really good with okay, this. Okay, so Instagram has rolled out a new feature. Well, not a new feature, sorry. They've got rid of the like count. So basically when you go, everyone's going to know what I'm talking about. I'm only explaining it to you because you're stupid. No, what about all the old people that listen to Okay, so Instagram likes old people. You know that on Facebook you can see how many people like. So when you get a photo and it's going, oh, you've got 30 likes or 50 likes, you're like, woo, this is pumping. Yeah. So Instagram has the same thing and you can see how many likes. But they're trialling. First they tried it in Canada and now they're trialling it in Australia where – you can't when you look at other people's photos you can't see how many likes so you don't judge a photo by how many likes so obviously when you go to like a really um a well-known brand and you know like you'll see like 20 that that photo has twenty thousand likes or whatever and you're like oh yeah cool and but then your photo only has three likes now you can't you can't really see you can see although you can see how many people like your photo but no one can see how many people like your photo so you can't judge now you can't judge other people's photos by how much they're like you can't compare and despair yeah i mean you still can compare and despair how would you compare and despair well i mean you you'd be like oh they're having a better life than me whatever but you can't you can't compare and go oh my god they had that photo got so much likes and mine only got three oh actually yeah you can't do that you can see how many likes you got but you can't see how many likes they got. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I guess one I was like initially against this when you first explained it, but um I think my issue with it really is that well first of all, explain the is that the reason so you can't compare and despair. So you don't compare yourself to other people's lives and it's supposed to not trigger mental health issues. Yeah, I don't, they put out this statement like 
some bullshit about um, they want it to be like a more community feel. It's about community and they don't want to um, – they just want to like people to enjoy the posts and enjoy the content that people put up rather than comparing it on how much – engagement it has Mm. um so for brands brands were kind of like oh fuck because you know like the likes count for something um it's like how Kanye West remember he wanted to take all the followers off yeah like so um the followers are still there so you can still see the influencers but I guess I guess it's for some people they were getting um stressed out about it like influencers who work really hard for likes and for followers um, that their posts are going to not mean anything anymore because no one can see the likes. So they can't see how much engagement they're getting. Yeah. Um, so that was the concern. But um, Well, I think my take is just that, um, and this has been a, a... Basically, it takes the currency out of likes. That's what it's done. Yeah. And like you said, it probably has more effects than they realise when they first introduce it. And that's been my issue with all of these social media companies is that they, they'll just make like a snap decision and not really think of what it's going to affect. But also in the same side, they, they don't, they kind of are really, because they can do those snap decisions, they are really in the business of quick fixes. And so my problem with it is that in a multi-level uh, approach, that might be one of the decisions you make to, to target people not being as um psychologically negatively affected by social media that might be something that helps my problem is that it takes away from the need to have a more comprehensive approach Mm. and so i think um they need to do things like uh like educate people more about um about the effects that things can have and and about not taking things too seriously like there needs to be more awareness in general so um younger people don't get drawn into this stuff rather than just changing one facet of it and then just acting like no, that but it fix helps everything. i 100 percent, i 100 agree but i think that they but they're on the right track right like i think that the fact that they've done this shows i mean well let's be honest i don't think they're doing it out of the, the caringness of their heart i think they've got a that there's been all these suicides related to social media. So they have had a lot of pressure to do something. So well, it's a bit, a bit of a PR thing. But the reason I, I can't just say, oh, they're on the right track is because is because you can't be sure that there really is a track. Like they might've just gone, oh, this is one thing we're going to do and we're not. Like they, they haven't shown that they're doing anything else to my knowledge. Um, so I don't really know. And, and I think... Um, my problem with people like Mark Zuckerberg is they just don't really seem to care that much about the effects that Facebook and Instagram has on society. They're mm. just like, oh, well, I mean, people are going to be people, but I think it's mostly good, I guess. I don't know. You know? But you don't have any facts with this. You're just guessing that they don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, whatever. We'll change the subject. What are we Why talking about? Why are you changing the subject? <laughs> um... Because no, I'm not. I not have intimate knowledge of Mark Zuckerberg, but that's you. It's kind of hard to say that in a conversation because, like, okay, well, we know we're not academics on the subject. No, of I'm just media, saying. So have you? No, but it. have you? I didn't know that you had researched. No, what I, his I just, take I just was know, on social media. No, I've I've heard Mark Zuck, Mark Zuckerberg's um, 
responses to negative things about Facebook and Instagram in the past. Oh, okay. And That's it's what usually, I to know. yeah, it's usually it comes off that he doesn't really care that much. He's like, well, it's basically for the greater good. So this is just a few negative things that happen. Mm, mm. Yeah. Okay. Fucking doubt me. No, I just was... Why would I talk about... Why would I, I don't know. Someone? I don't know. I just was asking. Oh, there's real tensions Though going why, on here. Why can you just like get off your tree? What tree? <laughs> what, when people say that, I'm like, <laughs> what is the tree that they're referring to? Oh, is that actually a real no, thing? No, the saying is is off your tree. Oh, no, get off your perch. Get off your perch, that's yeah. fine. So perch, that makes sense because it'd be like a perch that you're yelling things from. Well, you were something. standing up. I was standing up. But the off your tree thing is when you go insane, you fall off your tree. And I'm like, why are the sane people on trees all the time? <laughs> I think it's because it's meant to be like a bird and you're like at home or something on the tree. Oh, you're a bird. Well, I don't know. See, I that's know. just that me taking... Sense. That makes sense. That's just me taking liberties. Well, why don't we quickly go through a uh, a, a transperth minute and g- give you an update because we haven't talked about transperth in a while. All right. So I want to say a few things. Um, they've they've let themselves go even more than before because and and let me tell you the 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 place where it's really going downhill is Murdoch Station. And I'm sure as soon as I said that you were going, Ben, you're right on the money because things have really gotten bad there. <laughs> um, <laughs> in particular. They've got probably the most presence of the, the guards there. And these guards, like, I don't know if I actually mentioned this on the episode before. One time I saw the guards through the window on the screens just <laughs> watching, watching porn. porn. <laughs> these guards are just watching porn. So they don't have the best track record. And, um, Bless them. And uh, so there's a, there's a big presence there. Like, there's no, there's no um, lack of the transperth guards. They... At peak hour, they will check that your your smart ride is right. They're writing up tickets. They're they're like the shit staffle, um, but uh, they're not really paying attention to the things that matter. And for me, that is smoking. I like to be in an environment where I don't smell cigarette smoke. And on two separate occasions at Murdoch Station, someone was smoking at a bus stop. Within the station complex. Oh, give, give me a bloody break. And then, even worse than this, on the train platform, oh. they were smoking a cigarette. Oh. At peak Are hour. You, okay, 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 okay. One, don't you still socially smoke? Is this directed at me? Yes, it's directed at you. Uh, I've been known to partake in the odd cigarette oh my God. every few months. Okay, it's more than that. I know it is. Two, you've really just dug your heels into the nanny state, haven't you? I mean, really. This is nanny state. This is nanny state to you. Is not in a highly in a densely populated area like a train station. People, you know, people smoking cigarettes. Don't let them smoke. Let them smoke. Oh, this is. You're just arguing just to argue at this point. No, no, no. I'm happy with them smoking. Why do you want them to smoke? You're someone who who doesn't like smoke around you either. When has that ever been a thing? Well, because you used to be a smoker. I thought it no, would... No, love it. Love it. Surround oh, me by the well, cigarette. I know what the real motivation what? is here. What? You want a little bit of the vicarious <laughs> smoke. You want to take a little bit of a chuff of that delicious no, secondhand, I, no, don't you? No, I just think that mm. they've got an addiction. You're it's a Marlboro ha- man from way back. It's hard. Yeah, I am a Marlboro man. And I'm not... I, I don't care. I love Marlboro. I always will. And wait, hold on. Are you just about to frame this in terms of addiction? <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. 
No, but I know what it's like to be they a smoker. They can just walk out no, of the, they know, can walk no, out of the station complex to smoke. I know what it's like to be a smoker and it's hard. And they have been pushed to the side. Oh, yeah, they're they've really been, hard done no, by. They've been pushed to the side of society. They've had enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're fighting back for their uh, rights no, it's to true. smoke. It's Do you know true. at Murdoch Uni that um, the designated smoking area is right outside the child care centre? <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good. It's pretty. It's, it's so good. It's yeah. pretty shocking the kind of things these smokers do. No, but you you, know? no, they didn't do it. Oh, they, 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 but they, they put it there. But I, I don't like. Like, it's just I feel sorry for them. It's like everywhere they go, like you can't smoke within like what twenty meters of any restaurant. You've got to walk about three k's to smoke now. It's like I just feel for them, and I mean that's why I quit because I knew that my smoking, like the amount that I wanted to smoke, like wasn't compatible with society. Like I knew that that was a thing. I mean, that is not the reason you quit smoking. No one ever quit smoking because <laughs> society doesn't understand me. So I'm quitting smoking <laughs> no, it's true. because society doesn't accept no, because me. Because to me, I was like, what's the point? If I can't smoke anywhere, everywhere I smoke, I get looked down on. It was like, it was just too much so for me. So really smoking for you is a human rights issue. more. <laughs> yes. We should be able to smoke. I'm, look, I So if you were living in, in say, say France or something, mm. um, you'd still be a smoker. Probably. Probably. So really it has nothing to do with the health effects or being addicted to something. It was all about you didn't feel accepted within society. <laughs> yeah, I'd say probably 70%. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were talking yeah. completely out your ass this episode. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, so anyway, I don't like it. I think it's just a basic respect. It's oh, just, get over yourself. Or you just have to walk 50 metres, get outside the station complex and you can light up. Um yeah, I got I got a gratitude list um, to say about mum actually. Wow, is I wanted to say um, I really like something that mums do is that they ninety percent of the time know better than you. Oh yeah, and they just listen to you spout your bullshit, just mm. ignorant bullshit, and then at the end they just go with a with a voice as as soft as silk. <laughs> <laughs> they, they say. Oh, honey, but have you also thought about this too? <laughs> and they, you know, you say like our mum said like a few times she said she's done the I told you so. But think of how many times we've been wrong and on a 20 minute rant and she's been right and said one thing to us. And when everything's said and done in that situation she was giving us advice for, she never said anything about it. She mm. just let us make our own mistakes and, and just, just soft as silk. Every time. So what you say, like she usually just lets us make our own mistakes? Yeah, I think she lets, she's she's got a really nice approach where she doesn't force things down our throats of like, no, this is the wrong way, you should do it this way. She, When we have the wrong approach to something, she she has the humility of just letting us try it. Oh, 100%. She offers an alternative. 100%. But she never calls us wrong. 110 million percent. Yeah. Shout well, out, mum. Yeah. Love your mum. I want to say I thank you. And to all the mums out there. Yeah. It's, it's And dads. And dads, baby. Yeah. Dads are great too, but they're not what we're talking about. No, um, but I just want to say, love your dad. Dads are very patient too. There's a real... There's something that I think I would struggle with as a parent is, is the... The patience and humility. Like, I feel like I just always be saying to the kid, 
don't you fucking know? Like, I've been through this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fully. I, I feel like that all the time when I like feel like I know some something better than someone else and I'm just like, no, do it like this. And it's like, you, I, and like I've learned like in the certain thing that I do to help me with certain things um, that you're not meant to do that. Like you're meant to just listen and like be like, mm, yeah, showing up for the listening and you're not meant to give advice. But like I just want to oh, be like, totally no, mean. I know, I know better. And it's so hard. And that's a good thing we should say out there is like, is like um, people, when people bring you a problem, they often don't want advice. No. They just want to vent and sort out their own thoughts. And all you need to do is listen to them. I was a big advice giver and it wasn't until my friend told me, and I don't know if she listens to this, but if she does, she'll know who she is. Um, she like was really drunk one day and she was like, I don't need you to fucking tell me. I don't yeah, need you to so fucking true. give me advice. And like, I honestly, like this was when I was 20, five, four or five. So I was like pretty old and mm. I didn't really get it. I was like, no, but this is how, because that to me, that was how I, I showed up for it. Like for me, that was, for me, that's what I thought that was being a good friend was yeah. to give advice. Like I thought yeah. that's what they wanted. But, um, but in a way, it's um it's even the opposite it's that um they're presenting a problem and you're fixing it so in a way what you're doing is not validating what they've heard oh no i know all of that yeah but i'm just saying that for the audience's sake yeah 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 yeah, yeah, is um in a way sometimes when you give advice but i heard it but i heard what they said yeah but they but, but people need to feel heard and feel that it's a problem, not feel it as if, oh, nah, mate, you just do this. Uh, because yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, a way yeah. of of minimising their experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so often I found with myself, because I do it all the time, give people advice when it's not appropriate, and often it's when I don't actually want to listen to them. And that's the only reason I'm giving the advice is because I don't actually care what's going on. And so uh, okay. it's just a thing to be aware of. So you know what? That's it's a good so thing. It's so hard though. It's like, very hard. It's not something that comes easy like it's a big thing with the depression thing as well I have to say it's like when I say oh I'm feeling really depressed and like it's like that oh have you tried to go go for a run it's like yeah 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 but that's when I that's when I try to be humble and like I was telling you at dinner is you go instead of judging that person you go oh, you just aren't the right person to have this conversation Yeah, yeah, with. yeah, yeah. You understand that it's not the right person. Yeah, yeah like you, you don't have the experience to deal that. It's it's more about just doing exercise. Like there's other things that you need to consider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, um, I could go through to a whole different fucking thing. Um, yeah, I mean, we all learn lessons in life and that was one of my big lessons. And I was fucking pissed off when she said that. I was drunk and we had a huge fight. But then... I always think back to it and I, it wasn't that that taught me that lesson it was I think I learned it a few years later and then I thought back to that fight and I was like oh yeah like that's something that I didn't know how to do and it was because I was always giving myself advice I think it was because I was never listening to myself and I was always telling myself that I wasn't good enough and that I was a piece of shit so that it was hard for me to give anyone else that space yeah um I think, um, and I think the, the the other thing I want to say is I think with when someone is feeling sad, you want to counter that energy with being positive. But I think it's actually the opposite. You need to 
make them feel like they're heard. So one thing that I actually think that that you're really good at and you really help me when I'm feeling sad is that if I tell if I'm complaining to you about a situation, you just be like, "Yeah, that's fucking fucked, Matt. Like that fucking sucks." Like and you'll just really kind of validate the energy that I'm bringing instead of mm. going, "No, you should just be positive, Matt," because that's that's making you feel like shame for how you're feeling. Mm. And so I think people should be more positive, but they need to um, accept their own feelings before they can change them. So mm. I think that's a good approach. I really needed to hear that tonight because I gave someone advice today that I just shouldn't have because I was frustrated. Did it come from the wrong place? I was trying to be. I was trying to be a good pet. Yeah, I I was try. I think it it came from a good place. No, it came from a good place. It was just I they were beating themselves up and seeing things in a way that I think was a little bit distorted. Mm-hmm. And it it just I didn't think that they were seeing things in in the right perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of they were reading a situation in a way that I don't think should have been read. In okay. That way. Yeah. Um, as in taking thinking that things were you know they were just looking at themselves in a negative light yeah so i was like no it's not like that um but you know i probably should have just listened to them yeah yeah it's fucking hard hard it's hard being a human it's hard being in like like not relationships but like having like relating to one another is hard like that that's hard shit man yeah because everyone's so different and it's and it's like it's different strokes for different folks but um like one of the things we're talking about tonight is like how we realize that we're in certain relationships that were bad for us and um one thing that we realize is that i think we both hate being with people that try to make the most out of life yeah i hate that and i know that sounds bad and you you know it sounds like negative but it, we mean people that like take it way too far as it's like they're always thinking about the next holiday or like they're always trying to go to all the things that are happening in the city they live in and and always trying to make the most out of their money and and like it's just too much it's and exhausting and it's exhausting and it feels like almost and this is like definitely like some projection going on but it feels like there's a bit of anxiety there that it's like oh there is there, there's anxiety on their side for sure but they would never admit to it yeah because they're the kind of people that don't the kind of people that are like that, I think, and I'm not saying this is for everyone, this is an over-generalisation, but is they're the kind of people that don't stop or have any time for reflection to know that they're actually feeling anxious and they've got FOMO. Like they're the kind of people that are like, oh, we're going to go to... But they never actually just go, oh, what do I actually want out of life? Like, yeah. well, what do I... What do I... Like, how am I feeling? And it's like we've both been in relationships where it's like they've always got like the next plan. Like they want to go fucking scuba diving or fucking jumping off a bloody cliff or going to a holiday like every three months. And it's like, I just want to like chill the fuck out. Like, is yeah. that okay? Like, yeah. And... It was fun. It's funny because I think we both, in our separate like various ways, Ben and I both tried to be that because we came from a family that like probably, you know, didn't doesn't do that much adventurous stuff. So I think we tried to be not about adventure, but you know, like getting out of the box, you know. But also, there's this pressure when you're young, of yeah, like it's a young thing. Everyone around you is talking about all the 
Like there's Travel a lot of excitement, stuff. like all the things you can do in life. But then I think the thing that we don't talk about as much, but we're talking about a bit more now in like society, like conversations, like um, is this thing of um, that there's a pressure that comes with those yeah, conversations so of like, and that like we were mentioning with the Instagram thing is that you're always proving that you're making the most out of life. Yeah, and you, I you hate feel like that. there's this little voice in your head like, you gotta do it, you gotta do it, you yeah, gotta do it. You and it's do very it. in your 20s um, travel. It's like, where have you gone? Have you gone to Europe? Have you gone to America? Have you gone to South America? Have you done this? Oh, I did Kentucky. Did you do Kentucky? Oh God, did you go to that festival? I've got it. And like with me in my 20s, it was like all these international festivals that you had to go to and all of this, this, and you had to do this. And it was like, I was so on that train. Like I was like, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to go here. And it's like, I just got to 20, how much? I was like 25, 26. I was just like, I'm out. Like I'm fucking out. Like I can't do this anymore. Like I'm exhausted. I don't want to go to every festival. Like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And it's, and it's, there is something and you don't want to over Like some people do enjoy the moment, even when they live that way. But there is a thing of like, if you're always looking for the next thing, do you even experience the thing you're doing? And, and one of the things is like with money is often people that are like that are really about um, trying to get the most out of their buck, you yeah. know? And the thing I've experienced is that like sometimes if you go to a place and, you know, for example, it, it was cheaper if you went the night before. So you're spending way more, way much more money now, but it doesn't matter. Like it's, we're not living like paycheck to paycheck so much, mm. you know, uh, not many people our age are. So you can just go, I'm choosing to do this experience at this time. And even though it costs more, that's fine because that's how much it costs. And I'm just accepting that decision and enjoying it. Mm. Like who cares about the money? Because the money is just another thing that's making you think about something else that isn't the experience. Like just enjoy the experience for what it is and not about what it costs or what could be better or this or that. Mm. Like... It's funny, like, a lot of that pressure has dissipated. Like, when I turned 30, for some reason, I don't know, it probably was me. It was probably when I turned 30, I took the pressure off. But for some reason, and also, like, I don't hang out with a lot of the people that put I felt were pressuring, like, were putting pressure on each other to do that. But, like, I don't feel that anymore. Although I have to say with the travel thing, I do have that, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, I really want to go to Japan. Like, when am I going to go to Japan? Like, I get that thing where I... I want to go there's there's like these places that I want to go to and I have that feeling like there's like I can't get it done in like the right in the in the time that I have yeah I guess you just got to embrace that that that's good that the limitations of time and everything else is as much about what makes your life your life as the things you can do Mm. you know all of our lives as limited as much as there are possibilities and that's a good thing because that's what makes it our specific personal journey mm, deep shit deep. Man. um well why don't we lighten this up and do this fucking game okay so i got so ben's got this idea and i mean i've got questions but anyway um <laughs> he we're going to do a word association so both of us have written down 15 to 20 words and we've got to do a quick word association. So, yeah, you just come up. I'm going to ask you some, some – just say some words. You say whatever you think about the word. It's kind of like a Rorschach test in that, in that we're kind of – this podcast is often about 
the way we think about things. We've got some. Why are you like rapping now? Like you're doing got these some, hand movements. We've got some resentments. We've got some negative patterns of thinking. So we're trying to see, you know, how deep that Do goes. Do I just say one word? So you can say as much as you okay. want, but, you know, try to keep it short. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm really tired. So okay. I'm hoping that's going to be like really unfiltered. So you're getting a real insight into our mind okay, here. So here we go. Like so just, just at your own speed, at your own pace, but try to keep it short and try and keep it honest. All right. Like a fucking here we go. Freak. Okay. Matchsticks. Dog. Raincoat. Rain. Orlando Bloom. Hot. Barometric pressure. What? Corona. Beer. Fingers. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> Sleep. Socks. Plane. Fly. Society. Wrong. Thrusting. Sex. <laughs> Daddy. L. <laughs> Silicon. Jim. <laughs> Coffin. Dead. Psoriasis. Itchy. Microdermabrasion. Scared. Philosophy. Ben. Naomi. Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was so much weirder than I thought. It was so weird. And uh, Dad, the only reason I said ew was because it came straight after the sex thing. So I was thinking. The dad's sex and then I said ill. So it wasn't about you being ill. Yeah. Okay. So so it wasn't quite as dark as I thought. You said society was wrong. Yeah, see, I think um, I'm wrong for society. Read into that, folks. So, and then for fingers and thrusting, you had sex. For see, silicon, I always think I think gym. too much for that. Uh, well, it's hard to do. It's hard to do it quick enough. All right. I want to do mine. This is fun. I just want to do this for the rest of the time now. All right. Ready? Yeah. Jock. Fast. Curry. Yum. Pornhub. Love it. <laughs> High school. Gross. Dick slinger. Great. Poo. Good time. <laughs> John. Maya. Family. Oh. <laughs> Jack Johnson. Oh, I don't know about that. Stereosonic. Great. <laughs> Britney Spears uh, Plastic Slime Gross Collaborative Love it Broom uh, Germany Germany? <laughs> I don't know, that's what I thought of Bomb uh, Bong Alright, done <laughs> That's weird That. Do you know what you don't realise is yeah. like You get so I get so anxious about answering yeah, yours was not that great. You just did like noises and stuff. <laughs> yeah, t- because I wanted to it'd be the first thing. So the first thing I think about every word is like a noise. Like it's just like... Bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun, guys. I really love that experience. They're probably just so. like, yeah, this is when I'm going to unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> so play along at home. Let's see if we got any, any more time left. We'll do some more topics. Oh, we got time, baby. Okay. Yeah, I got I got a resentment against you again. Oh, for fuck's sake! When is is there ever an episode that this is not going to be a resentment against me? Uh probably not. Um, so whenever I go over your house to record the podcast, how come you're always in a rush to get me out of the house? Oh, I knew this was going to come up. Oh, so you're <sighs> aware that you're doing it? Okay, the last two times. Okay, I'll start with the last time. No, when was the first time that I, I was you were in a I was in a rush? 
Wait, hang on. Can you just tell me the, the time? I don't fucking know. All right. So last time um, you came, you're like, can I come over at seven, which is prime dinner time. Yeah. And I hadn't had dinner before and I wanted to unwind um, and I was hungry and we yeah. were ordering food. So that's one. I was yeah. getting you out of the house because I was hungry and we needed to order food at a certain time. And it was by the time we got the food, it was 9.30. Yeah. So that was why I was rushing you out. The time before... Um, I think you were ordering food there as well. Yeah, I was. Was because I wanted to eat <laughs> again. But that's the thing like... um. But and also like it's late. Like you're a night out. You're always up. You're like So like 10 o'clock you're just like, yeah, party. And for me it's like, no, I want to go to sleep. It's never been at 10 o'clock. You're always trying to get me out of the house at like 8. Because I want to... It's not 8. Last time it was 9, 9.30 and we hadn't had dinner. So I was starving. And well, I knew Tristan dinner, was starving. That's on you, dog. Oh, okay, I try and be flexible for you. So when you said seven, I thought, oh, not really that great, but it must work for him. So fine. That's what it was. Okay. So I'm actually trying to be flexible for you. I don't want you to rush out. It's just, I've been really busy lately. So I have a lot on and I'm usually very tired by the time, like when we do the pot at night, I'm tired. Like I'm fucking tired. Like right now I'm falling asleep. Well, like I projected, you're Don Draper in that new house. Oh You've turned it. You're bloody. You're bloody burning the candle. Oh, at both ends. nothing. No. Okay, folks. I've just. I've stopped my. I had a job on in the on the weekend hospitality job to help me with my business, and so now I'm just self-employed. And anyone who has their own business, well, it's not really my own business. It's probably going all. But I work for myself. It's like, it's a tough titty. Like you have oh, to. It's the toughest. You have to work. Ah, what the fuck? You have to work. He just pulled my earphones out because he's bloody walking around like a fucking freak. Um, I he just did a dirty look to me as well. Um, say what you're fucking saying. What? Don't you're being rude. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So like, I'm just working a lot, and like he. I don't know. What do you want? What do you want to do? Like stand? Well, I just knew this house would change you. That's the thing. That's the thing that but annoys me. But do you want to hang around? See. Do you want to hang around? Well, see, my image of the house was, and I've told you before, that I thought with you and Tristan together, it would be like a hang time. I thought we're all going to hang because we're all friends. Um, I thought it was going to be real fun and I would finally feel oh, accepted as a person. Oh, my God, Ben. But I've asked you to come over to watch the football with us. When Tristan watches it And you say no I'm watching it at my house Oh uh, yeah You did do that yeah. one time So I do want you to hang And then there was That other time That I invited you over For dinner for curry And you said No I don't want to come I don't want to have Dinner with you Because I feel sick And then I was like Okay no worries And so like I was like Okay cool And in my mind I was like Okay so he's going to come You said I'm going to come Record the pod go Because I feel sick Then you came over And was like Nah I'm staying now I'm doing this load of washing I'm going to be here for three hours And then you were weirded out Because I Was weirded out of you staying But it was because I'd already decided in my mind That you weren't staying So I was settling down for the night And then you decided to just stay So I don't like when my 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 plans are fucked with Hmm yeah You you're really good at selecting the facts you want. Oh, okay. Do you really know... Do you remember the reason why I stayed so long? It was not because of me. It was the washing. And it was not because of you. It was because of the washing. So don't say... Don't have this... I brought the like, washing. Oh, man. Uh, he uh, just decided to stay for three hours. It was... my my. I was hamstrung by the fact no, that but you didn't I didn't have the dryers at the time and I had to get the drying done and no, that drying takes so long. No, it wasn't but, my fault. No, but you didn't tell me that you're going to... You said you want to come in and out. 
Well, I can't always foresee what's going to happen. Oh, that doesn't right. make me a bad anyway, guy. I'm I, trying my best. I want to do hangs. I'm not Don Draper. I want to do hangs. You're Don Draper, man. I'm not Don Draper. I want to do hangs, but I just need them planned. I don't think you realise that you are a little... You, you give me shit about being flaky, but you are a flaky as fuck. Well, I got to tell you another thing that pissed me off is... Why do you get so a- anxious about when we make plans to meet each other? You're, I was like, okay. You were like, oh, can you... I said, we're going to this place. And you said, oh, can, can I meet you in the city? So I was like, why are we meeting the city no, if we're going to this place? No, because I thought that the place... I, I thought we were going to go somewhere in the city. Okay, well, anyway, we'll leave that to one side. Then I said, um, I'll meet you at the place at 5.30. And you said 5.45. I was like, all right, fine, we'll meet you there. And then you're like... Oh, I'll tell you when I'm on the road. So that it was more accurate. Because I don't know what time I'm going to get there. I'm trying to be more accurate. So that you know, so you're not waiting there for ages. Because if I get there more closer to six. I just feel like you're very anxious about us getting to a place exactly no, on time. No, I'm not. Or... I'm just, I'm just, I just like to, oh, I'm just, I just like to, people to know when I'm leaving, especially on public transport, as we know, it's unreliable. So they know, all right, she's going to be five or 10 minutes late. I'm looking after you. I'm looking out for all you. Right, all right. All right. God, um, you're just always resentful. You can never, ever have a pod without you being resentful. Okay. Um, it's just exhausting. Well, one, one question I got what? as well is about this thing that it's kind of grown more and more egregious over time is that you, you have a real, like you, you don't like people looking anywhere else when they're listening to you. Oh, yeah, I hate that. So so we were on the bus and you were telling me a story. And because it was nighttime on the bus, I was just trying to see where we were going. So I was looking out the window and you just had this sudden look of rage in your eyes. And you were just like, are you even listening to me? Yeah, I've got issues about it. Yeah, but where does that come? Like, why do you think people... things that I things are trigger things all right so I have issues with people not listening to me and you need to accept it okay um uh, can I just say something exciting that happened what to me? happened um my place of work got got caught on fire oh this this pissed me off as well what <laughs> because um <laughs> because I was evacuated because when there was a fire at my house you were like it was nothing. It was the tiniest fire. It was a fire in a fucking bin. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you not know how dangerous a garbage fire is? Oh, whatever. It's the fire was, flammables. There was fire in the roof and we had to get evacuated. Yeah, and you're so excited about your fire. You, you didn't give a shit about so my funny? fire. Do you know what was so what funny? What was funny? So well, the, one of the girls was like, we've got to evacuate. There's a fire in the roof. And so there's all this smoke coming down. <laughs> my friend is wheeling out an ergonomic chair because it's worth fifteen hundred dollars. Just shoving an ergonomic chair in her in her car because she's so worried about it. It was just so funny. And then we were we were out for coffee because we couldn't get back into the thing. All of our stuff was in her car, and I made the best call. I was like, "Yeah, what about your ergonomic chair, junkies?" Probably sitting and wheeling down the street. <laughs> I mean, you hardly got that one out because you were laughing so much at yourself. Well, because, 
we had all our computers our desktops and our laptops we shoved it in the car and just put it in the back of the car right we locked it obviously and then we left but they were all in plain sight in the ergonomic chair so I had this vision of a junkie in the ergonomic chair rolling down the street with all the computers yeah, in there yeah, yeah. that's a funny <laughs> image pretty funny and rolling down but the other funny image to me is that like is that the place is pretty much burning down everyone's evacuated like 10 minutes ago and she just goes the chair the chair and just she, runs back and in she just rolled out the just, chair and then she comes out with the chair in her arms and she's like coughing like it was a baby it was so funny uh, it was just so fucking funny that's pretty good um let's end on that yeah let's end the ergonomic um, chair yeah i love it maybe um, this is what we should call the pod the ergonomic chair fire or some shit let's do it um well yeah i want to say thank you guys for listening and uh if you could just share and all that shit review uh send us an email we want to hear how you're doing the resentment list at gmail.com instagram at the resentment list Facebook at The Resentment List. Twitter, just to make it really complicated, is at Resentment List. We still only have six followers. Follow the fuck out of us. I had an idea, by the way. What? Is we record bumpers. Do you know what a bumper is? No. So it's a little thing where um, we pre-record our plugs and then we can just insert it in so we don't have to say it every time. So the podcast ends, we say goodbye, and then we come in and say and just remember to blah, 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 blah. And then we just put that same audio in every episode. No, but I don't like that. That's like a little bit commercial for me. That's That saves time and money though. Um, I don't really think we need to save time nor money. Okay. Well, scratch that. Love uh, you and leave you. Bye. See ya. Have a good week. Bye.